What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Comic Book Layer Podcast. I'm Kyle. And I'm Ray. Today's show is another Book of the Week show. What are we going to be diving into today, man? Yeah, dude, we're diving into uh, Huck from Image Comics. Um, going to be cool, man. Can't wait to yeah, dude. see what you think about this one. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I uh, can't wait to hear what you thought of it as well, dude. But uh, what'd you get into this week, man? Dude, I had a crazy week, man. I was, um, you know, coming off vacation for a week. So um, I played a lot of catch up at work. And on top of playing catch up, it was super, super busy. So I didn't get to read a lot, which was kind of a bummer because I picked up some cool stuff on Sunday. I know we talked last uh, last week. I was able to pick up Little Monsters 4, which I haven't read yet. And then I picked up The Closet, the first issue there, which you said it was really good. So I was like, all right, I got to check this one out. And then I also picked up uh, New Think, issue one, recommendation yeah. from Ross. And, and that was the only one I was able to read this week. Oh, really? What yeah. do you uh, What do you think of New Think? Just like a quick overview of what you thought. Um, it was okay. It, it honestly, like, it definitely. Um, I know this this will sound weird, but it definitely made me think a lot about technology in general, and um, just how much we, you know me. I have like a love hate relationship for technology, you know, yeah. and um, just how much you know screen time we have, and. Um, pretty much how our society is just you know infatuated with walking around with little computers in our pockets it becomes more of like an eye-opening thing when you have kids too i think because like i don't think much has changed in the way i use it but since i try to give my kids like like guidelines for when and how to use certain things i'm like man i break those rules all the time oh yeah i am just addicted to these things yeah big time like my wife was telling me, um, she read some article, like how many times you pick up your phone a day. And it was, it's like a ridiculous amount. Yeah. And like right after she was telling me about it, we were just sitting there and I literally pick up my phone. I like <sighs> unlock it. I, I opened something, looked at something and I just closed it right away. And she's like, see, like, why would you even do that? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> it's just like you get into this mindless habit, I guess. I don't know. It's crazy yeah and like it made me think too because i read this article the other day um about facebook right and i don't have a facebook but um and i don't know how true this is so i don't know the validity of it but it was basically said that um facebook had like um their own bots that they were using for whatever reason and these bots got um i i guess smart enough to start talking to each other and so they were talking to each other in their own language. So they had dude, like, that's nuts. Yeah, they had to shut them off. And dude, when I started thinking about that, I was like, that's a little too crazy for me. Like, we've gone too far now. <laughs> Things are getting out of hand. <laughs> like, well, you got to shut the robots down so they don't take over the world. Things are getting crazy. Yeah, it's go- we're going too far now when that's happening. Like, let's yeah, uh, taper back a little bit and just enjoy what we've got going on and we'll be fine. <laughs> uh-huh. I know. It's going to be creepy the days when like a robot comes randomly knocking on your door and it's like, so you're really into comic books and you're like, who, how, what? Yeah. Dude, they know everything about you already and they're just going to come. They're going to be the next like great door to door salesman's. Yeah. And dude, it's just so crazy. Like, so my uh, mother-in-law took the kids out to dinner a couple weeks ago when um, we were visiting and I think it was just like at a Chili's or something, but they had a robot that took you to your seats. What? Where? Yes. Wait, tell and me this again. My kids were stoked. Yeah, it was like a little server and it, it must Where be- Where at? It was at a Chili's. At a Chili's? Yes, at all places. And no. it was like a little robot and it 
literally escorted them to their seats and they sat down and the robot just bebopped off. <laughs> what? Yeah, How dude. Come you never told me this before. There was no cr- way. I'm not kidding you. My kids were so pumped on it. What? Yeah. I have not heard this. Yeah. I I haven't seen it personally, but they were pumped. And my mother-in-law was- Did it was, speak to you? I have no idea. I'll have to try to get some more information um, and, and see uh, all the details. But they were <laughs> stoked just, on it. They thought it was the coolest thing ever. It just bebopped off. <laughs> yeah, it just bebopped off. They said it was real quick and it came. So I was just blown away, dude. Like technology is nuts. Dude, that's wild, dude. I had no idea. But um, overall, I think it was pretty cool. I mean, it definitely made me think a lot about um, just everything like that we spoke about. And especially, like you said, um, just having kids like puts it into a different perspective, you know, because I do. I think I got my first phone when I was like 17 or 18, you know, and now Mm -hmm. you see like toddlers rolling around with these things. Yeah, I was listening to a podcast, uh, one of my favorites, and the dude was saying uh, it really was brought to his attention how much he's on his phone. When his kid in class was said, like his teacher said something like, do a family portrait. And so he did a family portrait and his dad, he was on his phone and his little kid's <laughs> family portrait, like drone out of crayons. And he's like, oh no, I think I got a problem. Yep. Yep. That's an issue when that happens. So funny, dude. And I think about that all the time. I'm like, I never want to be the dad in my six year old's portrait on his phone. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, kids are crazy, man. And a lot of times with kids, things are caught, not taught, you know. So, like, uh, they they see what you're doing. And um, but uh, overall, I think it was pretty cool. Um, yeah, yeah you have to check it out. Did you pick this up this week? I got it this week. So I'll, I'll uh, read it this week and report on, uh, on yeah. our next hang. And yeah, yeah, let me know. But um, other than that, I didn't get to read a ton. I, I also got to go to the shop today. It was kind of a quick stop. I picked up Twig issue two. Which I've been super stoked about. Um, So I can't wait to dive into this one. Hopefully this weekend I can pick it up. And then I also picked up this. um, I've been wanting to read this for a while. Uh, It's called Farmhand. It looks Um, good, man. Yeah. And uh, so I picked up volume one. It's from Image. And um, it's kind of about um, this simple farmer that um, instead of growing like food, he grows like uh, human organs. Plug and play, it said. Yeah. So cool. And it's actually an ongoing. I think um, there's a new issue that comes out next week. So, yeah, number 18. Um, yeah, I picked up volume one. So, should be cool. I'm kind of stoked to jump into that. Something different. Yeah. Um, and kudos to that dude, man. Rob, I don't know how to say his last name, but uh, he's doing it all himself, man. That's yeah. nice. But um, I did get a chance to um, dive into some uh, Harry Potter. You got me. Yeah, you got me on the boy. Harry Potter train. <laughs> <laughs> so I started watching. I think I finished uh, Chamber Secrets. Nice. And it's, I'm reading it right now. It's yeah, good. It's crazy to see um, just how young they are. Daniel Radcliffe is a little like 12 year old kid. Yeah, like, oh. dude. It's so nuts to see how young they are. And. Um, even like the special effects, you just kind of giggle because how far they've come, you know, you're like, oh, that's funny. Like, I, I don't know, but it's been cool. I, I also joined the uh, fan club. Dude, now we're talking, brother. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> so, yeah. So, and you were right, dude. You hit it right on the head. So, I got into Gryffindor. I knew you would, dude. Yep. And you're Griffin. You just, that, you, that blood runs Gryffindor. Yeah. So, um, that was kind of cool. And then, um, my Patronus is an adder, which is like a snake. 
I always thought an adder was some sort of like sea animal. I had but to I guess look I'm it thinking up. otter or something. Yeah, I honestly had to look it up. I was like, because at first when it popped up, it didn't have a picture, and I was like, what the heck's an adder? I don't even know what that is. Dude, and so it, you're like, you're, you're all of a sudden you're very Harry Potter here because you're Gryffindor. You maybe you're a little parcel tongue speaking yeah. to some snakes going on. <laughs> And it's funny because when I got to the questions for um, the Patronus, you're like on a time limit, right? And I kept timing out almost every single Dude, one. It told me it was, it kept telling me it was like, you need to be quicker. Yeah. And I kept starting over and I was like, no, I have need time to think. Yeah. I, that's how I was. I was like, I want to think about these. And then it would pop up with another question that was totally different. And I was like, wait a second. I want to still answer that question that just passed. Yeah. What, did you get to the one that was like, you come up to a place and you can either go one way, you can go to a castle or you can go somewhere else. Do you remember that one? It was like a fork in the road and you had three options. Yeah. It was like, um, the, was one, the woods, the woods. Yeah. One was a castle. And yeah, then, I didn't, I did get that question. I think I picked the woods. What, did you? Yeah. I chose castle. I was like, dude, if I'm running around, I want somewhere safe. I'm going to the castle. Wasn't one like a statue? Like you can go see the statue that had like something. Oh, man. Uh, I can't remember all of them, but yeah. I think I picked the woods. That's so funny, dude. And um, uh, what about your wand, bro? My wand? Uh, what? I can't remember what kind of wood it was, but I had a uh, phoenix feather, I think. Of course it, it did because you're just a spinning replica of Harry hey, Potter. Me and Harry are buddies. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I wonder, I can't remember. I remember you told me what it was, but now I can't. Was it peach? I can't. Uh, oh, it was peach. You're right. Which I don't know what it meant because I was trying to go find it and I couldn't even find peach wood on there. So I don't know what it, what that it even had was. it on there and it was pretty cool. I think it said something like, uh, she said something like, and all the time she's aware of like, uh, a wizard who's had a peach wood wand has never turned bad and, uh, oh, it's pretty cool. So yeah. you're you're just a rock star, dude. You're just a good dude through and through. You're a little like Huck, man, dude. Without some of the some of the shortcomings he may or may not have. But um, yeah, so it was cool to go through that, man. Like uh, it was just fun, a fun process to go through, and um, I enjoyed it. Uh, I've been watching, like I said, it, it took me a while to watch uh, the first Harry Potter. Honestly, like I was watching it, like sometimes yeah. I was only watching like twenty minutes at a time. Just because I had stuff going on, but it was still cool to, you know, I like how we have um, that ability so I can just turn it on when I can and, yeah. and you know, get through as much as I can and just pause it and come right back to it. So that was cool. So in the second movie, The Chamber of Secrets, the defense of the dark arts teacher is Gilderoy Lockhart, the dude who's like all about himself. Oh, yeah, yeah. In the book... It's hilarious, dude, because he thinks Harry Potter just wants to be him. And so, like, everything Harry Potter's doing, he's like, oh, you're just trying to be famous like me. And he keeps running around thinking Harry Potter's trying to hand out, like, signed pictures of himself to people just like he does. And Oh, really? And Harry's just trying to bite his tongue the whole time, like, oh, my gosh, all right, dude. Like, no, I'm not trying to do anything like this, but it's just really funny. That's funny, dude. Good stuff. So yeah, dude. I'm going to pick back up on, uh, what's the third one? It was Prisoner of Azkaban. Is that the third one? Yeah. Yeah. So you so. get the, that's my favorite movie, man. You get the introduction to Sirius Black. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Defense of the Dark Arts teacher in that one. I, I forget his name at the moment, but he's a werewolf. And oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. You're right. So I, I, I remember this one now. So that one should be fun. And um, my kids have kind of popped in and out watching them with me. So. 
Right on, dude. Yeah, super stoked, man. Thanks for getting me uh, on on the Harry Potter train again. Um, dude, you're the one that initially got me to watch the very first one, so I owe it all to you, man. Yeah, you're welcome. It all starts with you, you Gryffindor. <laughs> but um, yeah, how was uh, how was your week? What'd you get in? Dude, I had a pretty good week, but I was just so stoked on seeing the news that um, Paper Girls TV show is about to mm. be released on Amazon Prime, and uh, I've had the um, the compendium trade paperbacks sitting on my shelf for a while, so I was like, dude, I got to read this before it comes out. So yeah. I'm about halfway through, man, and I just I freaking love it, dude. It's just I don't know what it is about Brian K. Vaughn, but think he might be tied now with me with jeff now that i with jeff i think it's him and, and bkv man hmm. for that top spot for me uh saga is one of my all-time favorite reads continues to be yeah and um i love really enjoyed why the last man and paper girls is just dude i'm loving it man i can't wait for the show uh i think you're really gonna like it man yeah i haven't read any of those give me a little like uh overview of paper girls what what what's the kind of story about yeah, so it's it opens up and you've got your your main characters are these four girls and they all run a paper route. Okay. Individually they have their own paper route, but on one night they kind of all run into each other and kind of more or less team up to protect each other because some of the high school kids are a little bit of jerks and there's like these four three hooded dudes who are running around and uh they steal their walkie-talkie and it turns out that um there's some time travel stuff going on and these guys are like teenagers and then you find out there's older people and there's kind of this war uh, between them and they're just kind of lost. They got a little separated as they were time traveling and uh, they're just trying to find each other right now where mm. I'm at. And dude, it's just so much fun. The characters are, are really cool. And are the, so the main characters are time traveling. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So they got sucked into, cause one of them got shot accidentally and then one of those dudes who was wearing the black ma- the black hoodies at first, who they thought were bad guys, end up saving her. Hmm. Uh, do I, I just think Brian K. Vaughn, man, I don't know what his his writing like. Some people just make it feel effortless. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you read it like Saga, and you read this, and it's it just feels effortless to just keep going. Like I don't know what it is, and it's not for lack of depth or complexity or story. Some people are just really gifted, man. Yeah. <laughs> and he's really good. And Cliff, Cliff, I'm not going to say his last name right, but it's like Chiang um, did the artwork in this. And uh, I just love it, dude. It's got the right the right vibe for it all. And uh, I've, I really recommend it, dude. I think it's just wild. It's kind of like a, like, stand by me mm, or, you know, yeah. one of those old school movies with a group of friends, you know. A little Stranger Things, but this was out before Stranger Things. It says here, uh, one of the reviews, Paper Girls was Stranger Things before Stranger Things. Mm, very cool. Yeah. And, uh, dude, it's just, I love it, man. I'm going to have to check that out. It sounds yeah, interesting. You, and she's like meeting past versions of herself and future versions of herself, one of them. And uh, it's just cool, man. The artwork's cool. I'm trying to like get you a really good example of of the art here, but... Every page is just good. I think you'd really like it, man. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check that one out, especially since the show's coming out. When's the release date? Do you know? I think it's next month sometime. Oh, really? Yeah, it's coming out quick. It's been in production for a long time, but it's finally, finally making its way out. Very cool. 
but you can just kind of get a feel for it here. It's kind of it's got that like you know that old school '80s vibe. Oh yeah, that's what I was just about to say. Yeah, from the '80s, that is cool. Yeah, because who has a paper route anymore? Like nobody. That was back in the day when we were kids. You maybe I had a paper route when I was a kid. Yeah, you know, like for late '80s, early '90s. That was crazy times. Yeah. But yeah, man, I, 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 if you haven't read any Brian K. Vaughn, like, I be, can't wait to, to hear what you think because I think he's just really good. Yeah, I, I need to jump on the saga train. I've been wanting to, so I'm just going to have to to break down and, and get some of the old old trades or see if I can find some hardcovers. Mm-hmm. It seems like a really cool world to dive into. Those hardcovers are nice, too. I think there's three of them out right now. Yeah, they're rad. But you can also grab the compendium, just big old trade paperback. Dude, those compendiums are huge. I don't know if I could do one of those things, man. You can. You just got to read it at a table. Yeah, they're beasts. I almost uh, grabbed Sweet Tooth, and um, I was just looking at it, and I was like, I don't want that big old beast of a book. I know, but seriously, it's like the most cost-effective way to get into some of these stories, man. Yeah, yeah, that is true. So... Sweet Tooth over Paper Girl. I don't know what you... I would read Sweet Tooth. Yeah. If you had to choose. I read the first, I think, the first volume. Oh, that's right. You got it at the library, didn't you? Yeah, I checked it out at the library one day. Well, yeah, I took my uh, middle daughter to the library, just bebopping around, and I was <laughs> you like... You were bebopping? <laughs> you a robot, Dad? Yeah, dude. After I read New Think. Um, <laughs> no, so um, I, I went and looked over at the graphic novel section and it was actually pretty impressive uh, what they had there. And so um, that was one I just grabbed. And Yeah, there's it. a dude I interact with on Instagram every once in a while. I think it's Comic Rumination. I could be wrong, but he gets all his books at the library. Like that's how he reads them all. And he's yeah. always got really cool stuff. So it's always really piqued my interest to go check out the library. Yeah, you should, dude. Mine library, I mean, it's a smaller one, but I was impressed with the graphic novel section. Like, I was super impressed with it. And then they are, like, interconnected with all the libraries around the whole valley. So if there's something I want that's at another library, I can just order it and they'll ship it over to this library and super cool. Right on, man. Yeah. But then I also got to get into a new Dark Horse title called The Ward. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. And I actually really liked it, man. It's kind of like, uh, think of the show ER, but like Fan- fantasy, fantasy fantasized. World. Yeah, yeah. Fantasized? <laughs> I don't think that's the right way to put it. but <laughs> No, but uh, in, a, yeah. in a fantasy world. <laughs> yeah. yeah gotcha. So there's like a minotaur in there. There's goblins. She's taking care of like the, the head nurse is a ghost. Um, it was super cool. I loved it. They're driving... I look like one of the creatures, um, the like I think you know supernatural creatures got hurt in the real world, and they're trying to drive to this hospital that takes care of these. Uh, I think they call them paranormal, but I could I could be wrong. Yeah, uh, paranatural, something like that. They said in there, but one of these fantasy creatures, and they've got one of the neighbors in the one of the girls' neighbors in the ambulance with them because he's the one who found her hurt. And they're driving, and they're like driving straight towards a brick wall, kind of like platform nine and yeah, three quarters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they burn right through it, and the dude's like, "What the heck?" And then all of a sudden, they're at this hospital that's just like littered with all these really cool uh, creatures, and it's just kind of fun, man. I liked it. That's it's cool. cool. So that's kind of neat. Nice, but dude. That's really. I mean, I just read a lot of Paper Girls, and 
Well, awesome, dude. I'm glad you, uh, I'm glad you got into some cool stuff this week. And, um, what do you say we dive into, uh, the book of the week, B-O-Dub, Huck? So this week we got into Huck by Mark Miller or Millar. Not 100% sure, but I did hear Donnie Cates promise on a podcast that he was heard from, from Mark's mouth that it is Mark Miller. Uh, so, how that's possible, yeah, so I'm not sure. So strange to me, but. Uh, Raphael Albuquerque and Dave McCaig. You got it, dude. Proud of you. Woo. Three for three. As long as I had to give Mark Miller two different last names, but it works. So this is a a story. I think it was published in 2016 by Image Comics. And it follows uh, a dude named Huck who's kind of living in, I would say, kind of like a podunk town. Yeah, rural uh, town, yeah. Rural town. And he's kind of like a, a handyman. No, what exactly is his, is his title again? They said it a couple times. He said he's a gas station attendant. A gas station attendant. Yeah. But it turns out he's got a little secret, and the, and the town knows his secret, but everyone's keeping it. And that's it. Uh, Huck Huck seems to have some superpowers. Yeah, he's... And, uh, uh, yeah. One of them is being able to track down literally anything. Yep. And uh, his big thing is doing one good deed a day. Um but he runs in, into some trouble when one of the town folks decides to spill the beans mm. on the town secret and Huck's secret. And uh, so you get to kind of follow Huck through, through you know, the aftermath of that and uh, see how it all plays out. I mean, anything else you would add up front? Yeah, no, um, I, I think you nailed it. You know, it's, it's a pretty straightforward story, I think. Um, yeah, you got the superhero guys just kind of living under the radar. And, um, you get a new, new, new lady in town. I think her name's Diane or something. And, and she was, you know, sees dollar signs. So she's like, wants to, um, tell the media and tell the world about this dude. And, um, he's All just, because he was trying to be a nice guy to her. Yeah. She lost her necklace. He uses his tracking ability to find it, give it to her. She tells what I'm guessing is her husband as they're like sitting there watching TV. And he's all, you know how much money we'd make if Mm -hmm. we told everybody about this? And he's like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so he has all kinds of definitely all kinds of uh, like special abilities. But his main one is like you mentioned is he can he can uh, find anything. He either needs a picture of it, though, or like the person's name. And then he he can track them down no matter where they're at. So that's that's like his like special ability that he's got yeah. i mean he, he can run super fast he has super strength and all that other stuff too but that's like his most like his thing tracking. that he's known for yeah yeah and kind of like in the first issue what you really get to find out about him is that he's just like a really really good dude yeah like his big thing is he keeps a list and every day he wants to do one good deed yeah. Like, and so he just jots it down and every day he makes sure he's, he's contributing to helping people in some way or another. Yeah. Super cool. And a lot, some of the stuff too, isn't even like, you don't even have to be a superhero to do. Yeah. Like, which yeah. is awesome, dude. I loved it. Yeah. And it's fascinating, right? Because, um, so before I even re- got all the way through this, I saw Mark Millar wrote an article. I can't remember where it was, where it ended up being, publish but it was just titled how man of steel traumatized me so i created huck yeah and uh you think we could jump into this for a second before we continue with the story yeah no i think it would be super helpful we'll kind of give everybody a little background on it because i enjoyed the article that you sent this to me actually earlier in the week and it, it was really really cool to read 
Yeah, and he was just talking about how slowly over time, the like really good guy superheroes have started to kind of go away and they've been doing more violent stuff and and kind of tilting more towards like an anti-hero than a uh, typical sort of like straight-laced hero. Like right. think, think Superman circa you know, 1970s, 80s. Back in the day, yeah. Yeah, he's just a super straight-laced, good dude by the book. But then he was saying, like, he went went to go see, um, which was the movie? I forget what what it was. Uh, It was a a Superman movie. Oh, Man of Steel. Mm -hmm. And he said he was in the theater with his kids, and and at the very end, Superman kills that dude by, by busting his neck, like twisting his head. And he just thought to himself, like, like, have we lost the line now? Like, are, can, is it still possible to, like, create a superhero who's just perfectly... Just a good dude. Yeah. Or a good person, um, yeah. So what would you think about this article? I love the article, dude. It was um, definitely really thought-provoking um, because a lot of days you don't see that anymore. He's absolutely right. Yeah. I love the way um, he ended this article. And if it's not too boring, I think it'd be cool to... Uh, just read it really quick. Yeah, yeah, Because I it. think it's super cool. Yeah. So he says, I want to remind everybody that we didn't get into this game, didn't dress up at these, as these characters as kids because they were so miserable and awesome and violent and cruel. We loved them because they were kind. And deep down, I think we are hungry for that right now. Just a few months before we see Superman throttle Batman or Captain America beat the bejesus out of Iron Man while cinema audiences watch, wondering why the good guys went so bad. Huck is the antidote to the antihero, and it's going to be an interesting experiment this week. In the words of every great comic book to be continued. But it was just this, like he just wanted to do it as almost like to see if it was possible even for himself to yeah. just write a good guy through and through. Yeah. And it's cool, This, even though this came out in, like, 2016, I think it's a, a cool read right now, like, especially everything, like, you know, you don't see this kind of stuff yeah. right now. So, it's pretty neat. And he does say, like, he wanted to create a feel-good comic like Forrest Gump and E.T. and The Goonies, and It's a Wonderful Life are feel-good movies, and I want to see the impossibly likable Channing Tatum as Huck. He, so, he wants this to turn into a movie, like, right <laughs> yeah. away, too. Yeah. But uh, I just think it, it's an interesting... It's an interesting sort of uh, pre-read before you get into Huck because you can kind of see what mo- what the motivation was for the character and why he's doing this way. But I think that like that feel good kind of like like a Tom Hanks movie or something like that is very true to what you're getting as you read Huck. Yeah, yeah. But so after after that lady, she does end up spilling the beans, and so the news outlet and issue two opens up, and you know the news stations are all there, just swarming the house. And uh, broadcasting it everywhere. And I mean, how, what do you think of the progression here? Um, I liked it. I mean, you, you get to see Huck kind of, um, he, he kind of doesn't know what to do at first, right? Yeah. Because he's been living in this small town. He was he was dropped off at the doorstep of this lady's house, you know. No one, no one knows who his real parents are. And he was just like dropped off with a note, take care of him, please love him, right? Yeah, I think, please love him. Yeah, that's yeah. what the note said. Just lo- please love him. And that and was it's funny because it. he's kept that and he still has it and he looks at it like every day. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's been doing this for a long time. And then for all of a sudden for this lady to kind of just ruin it for him, like it's kind of a bummer. You're like, come on, man. I know. And at first you, you get this sense like, 
because immediately when people realize his gift, right, they just they swarm him and hound him to help them. Like what's it like missing husband, missing daughter, missing brother, missing dog. And so he's got four tasks immediately from some random strangers who are more or less kind of taking advantage of him. It seems at this point, you know what I mean? Yeah. Big time. But I mean, it's in an in earnest because they really do want to find those, those people or those things. Right. Um, at this point, like with Huck and his kind of innocence, um, you feel like he's being a little taken advantage of because he doesn't seem like the type of guy who's going to say no. Right. And I, one thing I think we can, we can mention, and I think, uh, Mark even mentions it in his, um, in that article that you read, he, he, Huck is, um, how, how do I say it? He is, uh, he has a learning disability, right? Yeah. And even in, in issue one, one of the ladies mentions it to this new lady in town. Um, Cause she ends up calling Huck. She's like, Hey, Huck's the, the slow guy, the gas attendant, you know? And she's like, no, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that. You know, he just, he's special. Yeah. And so you find out that Huck, um, not only is he just a great dude, but he has some type of learning disability, which, you know, it wasn't explained what it is, but he's just, that's just a, the guy he is. And it's great. One thing that, you know, as I was reading through this, that really made me think, um, was that, you know, he's, he's called like slow during the book a little bit and some other choice words by some, some terrible characters in the book. But like our, um, how, how do I say this? Like our culture and our like Western society, you know, we associate everything bad or negative with slow, right? Like you go see, you know, people see a bad movie. They're like, ah, oh, it was slow or service at a restaurant wasn't good. It was slow. And, um, but to me, like, Huck just seems like a dude who is just a simple man and just enjoys the simple things in life. And uh, we live in such a fast paced, like frantic culture and lifestyle, man. Like this past whole year, like I've been wanting to just slow down myself, like, and just Mm -hmm. enjoy the simple things in life and just be present and, you know, take it one day at a time. You know, a lot of people in, in our culture, you know, they they pride themselves on, you know, like 60 hour work weeks. And, you know, if you can't cut it, then you're, you know, you're not meant to be here in, in that kind of attitude. But, um, dude, that's just a tough way to live, man, forever. Yeah. And so yeah. when I'm reading through this, I'm like, dude, Huck has it down, like just a simple, slower lifestyle pace man and i think it's what you know a lot of people can can benefit from you know glean some in in, yeah glean glean some insight from from what huck's doing yeah no a reminder yeah i agree dude and you feel that you just feel worn to the bone at some point yeah (laughs) but the story Go ahead. Yeah. No, I just love Huck's just like his mindset and his motto. Just he's always wanting to help people. And like a lot of the stuff he does, like we mentioned, like he doesn't even have to like have super powers to do, you know? Yeah. But it's hilarious because the first one he does here, it's kind of I wondered if it was like a, an awakening for him in some way because he's got to go find a missing husband. But it turns out that missing husband is uh, kind of no good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the lady like did you really want to find this guy after you know like that that one was crazy i didn't expect that at all no did you? no not at all yeah but he's he's with some other woman living a different life and that was wild yeah that was actually pretty funny i i did laugh when i when i read through that part yeah 
And uh, then that dude he saves in like Afghanistan, that was pretty nuts. He got another wild story. And um, I mean, it's just kind of cool to see, see how good of a tracker he is. But the problem is, is that now he's all over, all over the news. So apparently his brother sees him on TV yeah, and uh, is going to go, go get him. But that, I mean, that's kind of where two ends off. So what are you thinking there? Like all of a sudden his, his brother's out there, he's doing all this stuff for everybody else. Are you feeling a little down for, for Huck or are you feeling like, heck yeah, I'm rooting for a Huck. Yeah, um, no, I was stoked for him now because now he doesn't have to be alone. Maybe we can get a little bit of backstory, you know, because you do see it, it, throughout, I think, the beginning of issue two, you kind of see a little bit of a uh, a past where you, you see this lady where she's uh, in Russia, you know? Yeah. And so um, you kind of are like, okay, where, where did Huck come from? You know, what's where did he, where, where's his origin from? And so you're definitely... Um, piqued my interest you know like oh okay he has a brother so now he's not alone in this world does it, what superpowers does his brother have you know like um so I, I did like that i thought that was pretty cool and his brother's this big burly dude that dude. um he's not clean cut like huck so he looks like it could be total opposite of huck you know he's like this grungy looking like Mm-hmm. um truck hanging out at it, a bar yeah, yeah you know it looks like this grungy looking dude so you're like man is this guy opposite a hook like what's going on you know so it, i thought it was pretty cool i did wonder kind of at the end of two like what what the actual conflict was gonna be because it couldn't just be six issues or whatever this ends up being i can't remember of of huck just finding people yeah like, was it gonna be huck coming to a point of uh like some sort of personal realization of, of himself was it going to be an internal or external conflict you know what i mean so that's kind of where i ended to like where, where where's millar miller millar gonna take huck you know ultimately like if you've just got this good dude who doesn't seem to have a lot of depth because he's just kind of taking it easy yeah like what is his conflict gonna be And and he obviously, you know, like you said, he kept that card from when he was dropped off. So he obviously has something in him that's like, hey, you know, I have a pass from somewhere. I don't know where, but he obviously has, you know, feelings and it goes through his mind what like he wants to know, I'm sure, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, um, this dude shows up and, um, you know, like you said, it's it's his brother, long lost bro. And um He's like, hey, let's um, let's go, let's go meet mom. And he's like, serious? Yeah, I know. And so right away, you're like, all right, cool. You know, you can. Um, it's gonna be these two on the on the, on a mission to go find their mom. And of course, Huck can't find her unless you know he has a name or a picture. And this guy has the name, and so it almost seems like, okay, what's going on? And it, it seems a little too easy. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking right away. Like, is this guy good or is this guy bad? Like, something's off here. And it's yeah. so funny and it goes back to just how Huck is. And I, and I did like it. Like when they're, when they're going to find his, his mom, he's still like is stopping to help people, man. Just I his know, heart he can't is help super cool. Yeah. He's just like, no, I gotta, I gotta stop and do, do these things. Like he's helping ducks cross the road, like just little stuff, you know? So I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. But it was interesting too, like even rep, like kind of leading up to that as he's doing all these things, you get to see even more blatantly how people are taking advantage of Huck. Like yeah, there's the time. Governor Mitchell who is using Huck merely as a prop 
says some really nasty things about mm-hmm. Huck behind his back. Yeah. But it's just all people love Huck. So if I get Huck here, people are going to vote for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, you know, you're just continue to feel rough for Huck in some ways. And, let, but he's let, just such a sweetheart, dude. Let me ask you this question. As you're reading through this, and we both know after reading that article that Mark put out, you know, he wanted a straight good dude. But there's multiple times reading through this where I just wanted Huck to pull a Superman and break someone's neck. I know, dude. (laughs) Is that bad to say? (laughs) No, because that's part of the tension, I think. And that's like, I think the... Why we like what he says is why you end up liking these is because, oh, man, I forget exactly how he says it. Um, He says something like, but this was the thing with Superman is that he can literally do anything he wants, but he always chooses to do the good. Mm -hmm. And that's what we end up appreciating and liking about these characters that make them so otherworldly and are something to look up to is that even in the situation where they could do something bad, they always choose the good. Mm-hmm. Like, think about Batman never killing anybody, right? but always like, no, nope, we're going to take you to the police. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, because there, there was multiple times in here I was like, dude, I wish Huck would just at least slap somebody, you know, like. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you know it hurt. That's for sure. Yeah. So, there was a, sh- I struggled through, through it. Like, I, you know, because we read all these other stories where we don't see this anymore. So honestly, it was kind of a struggle for me. And I don't know if it, I don't know, it definitely kind of changed the way. I, I don't know if it, I, I don't know if this is the right wording, but it kind of changed the way, like what I thought about it, you know, because I was like the, uh, multiple times I was like, dude, Huck, you got to do something here. You know, like yeah, I was just wanting yeah. and expecting him to like react and retaliate or, you know, whatever you want to call it. But, it, you know, it never happened. He just has that. He's just that straight laced, kind hearted dude. Mm-hmm. Dude, he never even says anything mean. really. Yeah. But yeah, dude, so he's got this dude trying to trek him down to find mom, man. And uh, he's kind of sold everybody on it, right? But maybe uh, maybe he's not all what he seems to be. Yeah, yeah. He's, um, I had a feeling he was a, a villain. Um, it just, were, you, were you expecting him to be the kind of villain that he turned out to be, though? No, I didn't expect that. Yeah, that was a little, that was unexpected for sure. Yeah, so they they get to mom's house and mom's like, and they're like, hey, we're here. Your sons are here. And she's like, well, I only ever had one son. Mm -hmm. And that's when that dude, the brother kind of turns on him and starts taking him out, kind of gets him into custody. And this gnarly bearded dude shows up and he's a scientist who's been tracking down his mom from those flashbacks because you find out mom had some superpowers. Yep. And uh, they've been trying to clone her to make um super soldiers and that kind of what it's did you was your impression that that's kind of where huck came from was that program yeah for sure because i think what um that guy mentioned is i think they were trying to use her blood or something and trying to do it other ways but they couldn't so they're like okay well you know we're just gonna have to have you have a baby and hopefully you can pop out some of these superheroes and we can have a uh we can have this basically this like russian super army you know and her special ability i think like she's i think she had like super strength and all that kind of stuff but i think she was super fast yeah she was super fast and uh, she could i think if she touched you oh that's right yeah she had the touch like if she touched you and said something you would you would do it like it would happen you know yeah 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 so that was her her kind of big thing 
And so it turns out that dude's a robot. Yeah, that was great. I didn't expect that, man, at all. <laughs> Me neither. Not at all. And it turns out that they've been spending a lot of money on these super, super robots that look like people to more or less hunt down Huck and his ma. Yeah. And, dude, we just got talking about technology and robots. It's probably not <laughs> too far off. <laughs> I know, right? It's probably already out there and we don't know. Yeah, we don't even know. Honest. Yeah. So they're kind of stuck here and uh, they're going to do everything they can to get out because Huck doesn't want nothing to happen to his ma. Yeah. And uh, so what are you thinking Thinking now in this story as they're kind of locked up in this in this program? Seems like they want to use mom again to to continue. But then it turns out they didn't want to use mom. They wanted to use Huck because it'd be a lot easier for Huck to make babies with a bunch of different women than it is for one woman you to know, just keep you, giving birth, yeah. Yeah, that takes a lot longer to make an army. And plus she's old now. But yeah, plus she's old. Um, yeah, man, let me know what you're thinking here. Um, I mean, I enjoyed it, you know. Like, Huck's finally, hopefully you you want to get some, you know, resolution with, you know, where Huck com- came from. And he, he's finally with his mom. Even though he's in a bad situation, you know, you get to he gets to meet his mom who's – you know, obviously has her reasons, which, you know, of why she, you know, dropped him off at this small town in the middle of nowhere, you know, to keep him safe. And, um, it, um, yeah, it's pretty cool. The way she gets, they team up to break out of that cell. That was pretty indestructible, right? I thought that was neat. And it was Huck's idea. Yeah. You know, so like, it's crazy to me, like every you know, multiple times it's mentioned in the book. He has this learning disability, but he's a, he knows what he's doing. You know, like that's true. I didn't even think about that. He was pretty quick on his feet there. Yeah, like he's like I'm like I mean, like I said earlier, like I don't think you know he. I wouldn't call it a learning disability. I just think he's just a, a simple. He's just a he's just a good good old boy. Yeah, just a good old simple dude, man. I don't know. Yeah. And so, I mean, I don't, I don't know how much, how much we've ruined already, or how much we, how much you think we should give away to finish off issue six. But, I mean, I guess just kind of like an overall, um, what do you think of kind of how it ended without maybe giving yeah, it away? For I don't want to spoil the ending because I really love the ending. I think the ending was my favorite part of the whole story. Um, I will love- Huck turn bad or will Huck stay good? I know. And I kind of want more of it because, you know, the story was, it was kind of a, just a simple story. You know, I like what Mark did, but it, it definitely leaves you like, I, I want to see more Huck and I want to get more, you know, of him just, I don't know. It, I hear you. I want it too. Did you know that they were, they optioned it for a Netflix show? Like if you literally go to like Netflix.com and search in Huck, there's a placeholder for the TV show Huck. Really? Yeah, but there's no progress on it. Yeah, huh? Because that's that was a while ago. Interesting. I wonder if he got Channing Tatum like you wanted. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if you. <laughs> I mean, you could kind of see it. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Huck's yeah. pretty bulky compared to old Channing Tatum. Dude, I, I I'm with you, dude. I thought the ending was was exactly what I wanted. I think um, it lived up up to my expectations at least. Uh, as I was reading it, kind of as my expectations unfolded through reading it. Yeah. Um, I think I had different expectations going into it. I did too. Once I started reading it. Yeah. Um, so I, I liked the ending a lot. I thought it, it stuck a landing pretty yeah. well. Yeah. I definitely went into it with different expectations. This was one, like you said, we've kind of just stumbled upon, uh, upon. 
and we're like, yeah, let's check it out. And so I, I didn't know what to expect at all. Um, but it was different than what I expected for sure. Yeah, me too. Um, enjoyable. Uh, I think uh, so one of the questions I had was making Huck kind of, like you said, more like how exactly did you put it? Did you say simple or did you say s- like slow? Yeah, like just like a simple dude, man. Just living, yeah. you know, a, a, a simple, easy lifestyle. Did that take away a little bit of that? Like, like when I heard, oh, there's going to be like a, a guy who's a good guy through and through making him that way. Did it take away a little bit of it? Because there was no real like dilemma for him to be good. You know, he is just kind of a good dude. I think it would have been maybe a little bit more interesting mm. to me if there was like a push and pull, but he still chose the, like, cause the way he put it was Superman can do anything you wanted, but he always chose the good. I'm not sure Huck's ever choosing the good. He just does the good. Mm. Very. I didn't think of it like that, but now that you mentioned that, that, yeah, makes perfect sense. I like think you're right. Made, yeah, would have made me kind of co- like um, connect with him a little bit yeah. more, feel a little bit more like, oh, that was the hard decision, but he did it anyway. Mm-hmm. There was no real like um, existential crisis for Huck. No, but, yeah, not at all. Yeah, very interesting. Um, but you still root for him. You still like him, and uh, like I said, at the end of the day, it still had a it still had a very satisfying ending. But I just wish. Maybe that would have been a little different. I think it could have been a little bit more compelling. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. I agree for sure. If you had to uh, give it a rating and uh, what would you give it? And and I guess a rating and a recommendation, like who would you recommend it for? Would you not recommend it? Yeah, no, I would definitely recommend it. Um, anybody can pick this one up and read it. Even young readers, like it, it, it could, you know, that audience could, could read it and they're not going to, you know, it's nothing too crazy in here that, you know, I wouldn't want my kids reading or something. So um, definitely pick it up. It, it's worth the read, I think. It's a pretty simple story. So, there, you know, it didn't blow me away story-wise, you know. And um, now like what you just talked about kind of makes you think too, you know, a little bit differently of the story. Um, uh, Albuquerque's art was good during, you know, throughout the whole thing. It um, wasn't anything that blew me away. I don't think. Got the job done. Yeah. And overall, you know, I enjoyed it. Um, The ending was super solid. I think that was my favorite part of the whole story. You know, I like how it ended because the mom isn't like Huck, you know, Mm-hmm. So you you kind of like that side, but um, if I had to give it a rating, um, whew, that's a tough one, man. I would probably give it like a, I'd probably go with like a seven, seven. Yeah, I mean it, it's worth the read. You know, it's um, like I said, it didn't blow me away, but it was cool. I wish they would have. I think there's only one issue, or I mean, excuse me, one volume. You know, it would have been cool to to see another one of these to see what um, cause how it ends. You know. It, it would be cool to see what his him and his mom do afterwards because yeah. I think there would be a lot of that, what you're saying, that push and pull with him and his mom, I think, you know? Yeah. And kind of interesting. Yeah. Just, I don't want to say too much, but yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. But um, yeah. What about you? what do you think? I agree with most everything you're saying. I think, um, I think the art got the job done. Like you said, it wasn't, it wasn't, didn't wow me. It just kind of felt like, yeah, it's doing, it's doing what it's supposed to. I did really like the logo on Huck's jacket, though the the seventy eight with the wings the or the station. gas station yeah, like yeah. that. I thought that was kind of cool. I thought the cover art was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but the interiors didn't really live up to to my excitement of it. I, I'd give the art probably about a three. Kind of got the job done. Didn't didn't do much else for me. And I'd give the writing a three for all, for altogether for a six. And I think when I had read it, um, when when we had, you know read kind of the blurb and we were gonna do it, and my excitement, like I was saying. I was just expecting it to be a little bit more in depth maybe. Uh, and it kind of just felt, it kind of felt a little like Huck. It was a very simple story. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, but that said, I'd love to see it as a show. I'd recommend it for a weekend read, um, uh, just to see something different too. It was yeah. fun. Yeah, for sure. Well, cool, man. I'm glad we did this, did this one. Definitely different than a lot of the stuff we've yeah. been going through and, um, it was cool. I enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. But I, I'm with you. I'd really like to see 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 this story pick up with him and his mom. Yeah, I think there would be a lot more of that push and pull with with his mom around now. Like it'd be interesting to see how he he would write that. Yeah, for sure. Cool, man. Well, that's all together. Six and a seven, math whiz. What are we What are we looking at? Dude, that's a thirteen, my man. Thirteen. That's still pretty good. I, I think it's. A, I think it's a really good weekend read, dude. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Cool, brother. Well, what are you? Uh, what are you looking forward to uh, next week, man? Dude, next week. Um, the thing I'm looking forward to most. There's two of them. Is um, eight billion genies issue two finally comes out? It seems like it's been forever since the first issue dropped. I've been looking forward to this one for a while. So super stoked on that. And then Slumber Issue Four. So those are those are my two like that I'm definitely looking forward to um, get next week. Heck yeah, dude! What about you? Well, outside of those two, those are those would be my uh, my number one and two as well. Um, but outside of that, the other two that I'm really looking forward to is uh, Cities of Magic number two mm-hmm. and uh, The Ocean Will Take Us number three. Oh yeah, continuing those yeah. stories. Yeah. And I will say one that has caught my attention, not for me personally, because I'm not a math whiz, but uh, <laughs> a calculated man, number one, comes out from Aftershock. And everything I've read sounds really interesting, but it's literally about a math genius who is kind of his math geniusness turns him into some sort of like super powered killing machine or something. You're serious. Huh. I haven't seen that but, one yet. Uh, it looks cool. Uh, I probably will not pick it up because Noctera just mentioning fractions every once in a while is enough to throw me off. So yeah. I can't imagine what's going to go down in this one. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, I hear you. But you know, if you're a little bit brighter than I am, maybe it'll be a good one to pick up. Yeah. Uh, speaking of old Scott Snyder, dude, um, they're coming out with a destiny man actually from undiscovered country, kind of like a, you know, they did blacktop bill special. So they're doing a destiny man special. So that could be kind of cool. That'll be cool. I hope they include it in the trades because I'm trade waiting on all of the undiscovered country stuff. Yeah. But uh Yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty cool. So that might be a cool read. Um just some other ones to mention, I think, that are coming out. Um We write Titans for. Yeah. I, there's a, the Moon Knight, uh Black, White, and Blood issue two comes out. The cover art looks f- super cool on that, man. Yeah, it does. Let's see what else we got. Uh, we got more Walking Dead Deluxe. Those are always fun. Or they're up to what forty one, I think, this uh, next week. Dude, my stack of to be read of the Walking Dead Deluxes though is getting out of hand. Are they going to put that in like a deluxe edition hardcover, or is it all just going to be the singles? 
he at least said early on they're just doing it single. So if you want it to hop on the train now, and See, that's why I did. Yeah, I started on the on the train, but it just got too much, and I didn't keep up with it. And hopefully they'll come out with a you know some some hardcover editions because I'd be stoked on that. But I don't. I mean, I, I just can't keep up. My with them. guess, my guess is. Why wouldn't you if you yeah, can make some money? It's gonna make money. Exactly. It's gonna make money. You know, people are gonna buy it. I'm gonna run out and buy it. Like you're probably yeah. gonna buy two of them. <laughs> you don't know me, son. <laughs> but um, no, so hopefully he changes his mind or or because you know, like you just said, yeah. it's gonna make money and people want it. I, yeah. Speaking of collected editions, though, we've got some good ones coming out next week. We've got the Bone Orchard Mythos hardcover. Uh coming out next week jeff lemire man are you stoked on that i'm nervous about it man yeah nervous about it uh i don't know i haven't read gideon falls yet and i kind of want to read it first so this one might might sit for for a good clip but i'm still gonna be buying it yeah it should be i started gideon falls and um i can't wait till we read that one you're gonna love it yeah i can't wait for that and then curse words omnibus comes out yeah i saw that uh, too yeah I got mine through Kickstarter when they were doing a Kickstarter, so I have it already, and it's just so good, dude. I love that story, and uh, highly recommended. At least check it out. Like now, just do some Google searches on it, and uh, I, I promise you, if it looks interesting, go grab it because it's a fantastic, wild story. I think you've told me a couple times about it that I'd probably enjoy it, so I might be picking that one up. Yeah, it's super cool, dude. Just a lot of fun. And then we've got the uh, best of TMNT collection, and I think this is the the brothers collection. So, Oh, that'd be rad. Yeah. Yeah. And I think cool. they're going to do volume one and volume two. So this one will be Raphael, Donatello, Michelangelo and Leonardo. And then I think the next one will be splinter, Casey Jones, April shredder. Hmm. This is my guess. So pretty cool. Yeah. That'd be cool for sure. But I'm, I can't wait for uh, bone or- orchard and I can't, I honestly cannot wait for 8 billion genies. I know I've been looking forward to that one for a while. It's just going to be fun. I think. Yeah. And uh, just as a reminder to everybody, any of these that look cool to you, uh, sparking your interest, remember, we've teamed up with uh, Coffee and a Comic. So head over to coffeeandacomic.com and, uh, you know, pick up any of these that, that you want and enter our discount code, all caps, comic book layer, and that'll save you a whopping 15%, which is a smoking, good deal yeah, smoking in comic deal. books. So yeah. uh, don't forget to do that and drop Frank a, a note telling him, thanks for hooking us up. And, you know, while you're there, start a pull list. That's where I get all my my stuff from and I uh, love it there. And I promise you, you're going to get a great shipment. You're going to get a coffee and 15% off. So dude, can't beat that. You man. can't beat that at all. So super cool. And uh, just uh, as a... As another little teaser, keep your eyes out on our Instagram mm-hmm. as our next giveaway is going to be another little team up with Coffee and a Comic. Uh, details to follow, but yeah. you know, keep your eyes out on the page. Yeah, for sure. Definitely follow us over there. You guys don't want to miss that one. It's going to be cool. Heck yeah, man. Yeah. So what have we got going on next week, buddy? Dude, next week we're going to be going back and just hanging in the lair, dude. I can't wait for that because um, I have a big stack of stuff to read. I got a lot of stuff to watch and I'm looking forward to this weekend because I've got some downtime and um, hopefully next week at work will also be a little slower so I can get into a lot of these and we can just um, just chat about it, man. I uh, love it. 
Yeah, dude, I can't wait, man. My, I got a lot to read too, a lot that I'm really looking forward to. I want to read New Think. I want to read Astronaut Down. I've got We Live Three, so I can report to you on that. Yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> and then I'm going to just get, I got Past the Last Mountain, so I'll tell you, let mm-hmm. you know how that ended up. And I got the new arc of That Texas Blood. And I'm going to keep reading Paper Girls, man, so I'll let you know how, how that keeps up. Yeah, heck yeah. Well, we got a lot of stuff to to dive into, so I'll be stoked to um, to just be hanging in the lair with you next week, man. Heck yeah, buddy. Well, how can people follow us? Keep up with what we're doing. Yeah, definitely. Like we said, uh, check us out over on Instagram. Um, that's where we're uh, posting all of our cool stuff, our giveaways, and uh, all of our new shows. Uh, subscribe to the show here. Tell a friend. We'd love that. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know what you think. Um, head over to our uh, Discord and uh, tell us what you're reading. We'd love to hear what Heck you're yeah. reading, and we always are um, looking for recommendations on new stuff to read. So, um Jump over, jump over there, drop us a line, and um, we'd love to hear from you guys. Yeah. Anyways, keep reading comics. Cowabunga, nerds. Cowabunga, <laughs> nerds.